Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. I don't know about you, but Monday morning, uh, when it comes to the Joe Hall household, is garbage day. I uh, Before I take my son to school and head off uh, to downtown here at CKNW, I toss out the garbage. Now, garbage day uh, for government is Friday afternoon, right about now. If you don't have, if you have bad news, you toss it out now. You send out a release, and hopefully, people are so busy with their weekend plans they don't pay attention. For government, garbage day is Friday afternoon. George, joining me now to talk about garbage day and specifically, uh, um, uh, I guess, a review that look at that looked at the government's response to COVID nineteen. It's been it just came out uh, today, a hundred forty four page report um, with many findings. And uh, Richard Zussman has been uh, looking at the report. Uh, he joins us now. He's Global BC's legislative reporter. Hello, Richard. So just a very small example here, Jazz, in terms of, you know, how Garbage Day works. I'm sitting here in the press gallery, Mm -hmm. uh, where normally it's active with journalists, and I am the only one here, because it's Friday afternoon. (laughs) And yes, journalists can work from home and log in, and, and I'm sure lots of journalists are plugging through this report now. But Friday afternoon is downtime, and that's why government likes to take advantage of that sometimes, because there are not as many people uh, able to scrutinize uh, reports like the one that got dropped about an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, uh, we got about three or three minutes or so, but uh, it's, is there anything that sticks out for you? I mean, I know it's a 144-page yeah. report. You've got to get through it. Uh, anything in regards to its findings that uh, you find interesting? Yeah, the bottom line is this report was very limited in scope. So it's called COVID-19 Lessons Learned Review, but it's not about the public health measures. It's not about government decision-making. It's largely about communications uh, as well as government execution. And the province was not prepared for a pandemic, uh, and they are better prepared now. And I think part of this is, you know, are we going to have an event like this again? And if so, what can government do to improve? The province is taking the findings seriously. Uh, the BC did well at times, but, you know, should not have bragged about being the most transparent jurisdiction in the world because that was not the case. Uh, but besides that, the largely execution in the early stages of the pandemic uh, kept people calm uh, and allowed people to understand decisions that were being made by the province and, and provincial health officer, Dr. Buddy Henry. All right. I think there was 26 findings in total. We'll go over them in the weekend and we'll talk about this on Monday. So there's a lot to, lot to absorb there. But let's talk a little bit about uh, the announcement yesterday where the Medical Services Commission applied for an injunction to stop TELUS Life Plus uh, program from charging membership fees to patients, I guess in return from what I understand is preferential 24-7 access to uh, healthcare practitioners. Walk me through this, if you can, in regards to how it works. Yeah, so how TELUS Plus's Life Plus program works is that you pay a fixed amount of money. It's 4600 in the first year, $3,600 subsequent years. And for that, uh, what is advertised is you are getting access to healthcare services that are not provided through medical service premiums, through the public system. Uh, but the concerns that were raised in the affidavits filed in this injunction notice uh, was that the Life Plus program was allowing for people to bypass lineups, in essence, creating a two-tier system. So 
What's important here will be the precedent set through the injunction court case mm-hmm. and any determination made about whether these types of services where, doc- where patients are paying money for access to doctors, whether those will be allowed. You know, TELUS argues that it's just for dietitians or kinesiologists or other health and wellness needs. But what was unclear, what the affidavits show, is that these patients were able at times to access doctors for the primary system while many others in the province don't have access to a doctor, wait hours and hours in an emergency room. So what TELUS is not had a chance yet to argue this in court. They wanted to speak to the Medical Services Commission. They weren't allowed that. So TELUS will have their opportunity to defend themselves. But the, ter- the outcome of this case will be really crucial in terms of the delivery of health care in this province. Okay, that's very interesting. Now, Health Minister Adrian Dix will be joining us at 5 p.m. to speak about this particular story and and the government's view of it uh, as well. Richard, thank you for joining us, my friend. Yeah, thanks, Jess. Have a great interview with the minister.